Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. When Leeds ahead of Lara Warrington 2. Well, it was a pleasant surprise. Uh, rocked up here today. Uh, we'll come into why he's here. Uh, Mr. Enzo Macronelli. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. How are you, cool? All good, all good. Um, yeah. Enjoying life at the moment? Yeah, it's not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Just chilling. Um, doing bits and bobs, bit of property, training certain pro fighters. Uh, yeah, good. Now, um, obviously, the reason why predominantly you're here is because of uh, you've been doing a little bit of work with Ebony Bridges, uh, who's in action here. Um, she's, I think, she's kind of taken Leeds by by storm without actually fighting in Leeds. Obviously, she's uh, she came out a little while ago, or a few months ago, and kind of declared her love for the football club. And once you do that, you're kind of one of Leeds' own. Yeah, it's, uh, I asked her about that. I said, well, you know, why Leeds? And, you know, she hit the nail on the head when she was younger. She used to play soccer. I think she used to play at a good level as well. Couldn't really call this soccer then. football. She used to play football at a good level. Um, and I think Leeds had a big Australian uh, players. Uh, I think Harry Kewell, Mark Viduka. I think there was a couple of others. So I think, you know, she wanted to get into supporting a team. She's going to support a team where her fellow, her fellow Aussies play for. And... To be honest, she picked, she picked a great team because you've uh, had such great falling off it. Now, um, I mean, let's talk about Ebony. Obviously, um, last time out, she was victorious um, against Beck Connolly, but obviously coming off the back of the, the world title loss to, to to Shannon Courtney. But you've been working with her in the gym and kind of, we don't see too much footage of Ebony training, to be honest with you. I think we see a couple of, like, like a few seconds of her that she puts out, but ultimately I don't really think she puts out kind of long, long-winded training clips of herself. So, as British fight fans, we've only really seen a real little amount of her as a fighter. But what do you see in the ring uh, when she's training? Well, I'll be honest, mate. You know, most people see her networking, seeing her on a social. She's, you know, she's on it constantly. She's, she's got it. 
good team, good team, no? So, you know, she's, she's networking, she's constantly, constantly doing things for herself. But in the gym, she works just as hard. I was, I was quite shocked. I didn't think a girl could work that hard. I don't know if I've been a bit chauvinist, I don't know, but she, I didn't think she could work that hard. She has uh, an ability to uh, strive for perfection, to get things right. Uh, she wants to do everything right. And I've just been impressed. Her, her work ethic, her willingness to learn, and her punch power for a, for a girl is, is ridiculous. I will be honest, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it, people listening to your comments now should just take it what you're saying it and not start... I understand what you're saying, whether it's uh, politically correct to use them terms, but I think I'd, I'd think the same thing as well. I mean, we have to kind of assess what we're used to seeing in boxing from a, a male side to a female side. So if you're saying that um, with the experience you've got, then yeah. Mate, I, I, I'm shocked. I, I've been picking her up in the morning, 7 o'clock. She's not used to the early mornings, but because, it's, because it was my way, she wanted to do it that way. Uh, 7 o'clock in the morning, down the gym, training, go training again in, in boxing later on. Um, and you know everything I tell her, everything I try, uh, and she she just listens. She listens. She she does ask a lot of questions. She asks why. What well, thing with Ebony? When you tell her something, she wants to know why. She wants to know how the mechanics work. And it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. She likes to get everything right. But with me training Ebony, uh, I only had three weeks with her. Uh, Brian Brian Cohen's a trainer. Um, I didn't want to go too far from what he's done because he's done an exceptional job with her. Uh, I was just doing it as a favour. So for me, I just worked on little things which I think would benefit her, her being a puncher, being an aggressive fighter, pretty much like myself. And you know, I just instilled or tried to instill a few things in her where it would work for me and I'm sure it would work for her. And it has been working for her. Uh, well, she's definitely taken kind of... Um, all the, the fans in the UK have definitely taken a shine to her, especially in Leeds. Like I said, she's not even 40 yet, so uh, she's a, a definite character. She can definitely fight. We spoke about this earlier on, regardless of kind of her social media, etc., in how she markets herself. This girl can really fight. Yeah, she can really fight. You, you know, I've been, I've been speaking to Ebony on Twitter for a year and a half, maybe two years, and I guarantee you, like, five o'clock in the morning, watching a fight, no matter who it is, I put a tweet out, she's the first one, she's coming back. So she had good, no she had good knowledge of boxing anyway and you know she her, bigger, her biggest fighters that she likes to watch were the Mexicans and I think that's why she's got her style she likes Mexican boxing likes the Chavez the Barreras so but it's all about what, what Brian has done with her he, he sorted the footwork out he sorted the head movement out I put a little bit of my into her as well uh, and she, she's looking good she's fit she's strong uh, she's come off that cracking knockout with Beck Connolly, which not a lot of people have seen coming. Um, and for me, when she knocked Beck Connolly out, it wasn't so much the punch power, it was the setup. She set it up from the first round. She knew Connolly would make a reaction for every shot that she threw. So from the first round, she was jammed at the body, jammed at the chest, jammed the head. And when she seen the opportunity, one shot is all it took. Um, well, it's just a start of fight week here. Obviously, there's a. Uh, I think she's doing a lot of media stuff here today. But yeah, normal fight week kind of stuff that you've been used to all the way through your career, anyway. Um, but yeah, just coming on to you now, Enzo. Uh, you kind of give us a, a brief outline of what's been going on. But I'm sure you've been asked questions on whether it's social media or whether people come up to you in the street and ask you whether, in the midst of certain fighters coming back in these kind of exhibitions etc and or just making comebacks in general is it something that's played on your mind or you've contemplated oh, it ma massively played on my mind I, I, I sort of three years ago I suffered with a herniated disc I couldn't walk, walk for a year and a half and uh, I sort of set myself 
a goal uh, to get myself in the best sort of shape I can, a, a fight shape. I'm fighting again, and that kept me going through my depressing times of not being able to walk, not being able to sit properly. Uh, it just got me through it. Get through it, I get through it, start feeling good again, start increasing my running time, start punch. Then I pick up another injury, get over that, I come back. So I don't know, something's telling me not to. I, I still want to, uh, 100% want to, but something's telling me not to. And it's it's a pity, but I, I'm not going to do it until unless I'm... 100% and I always said if I can't get the certain sort of times and the punch output and the power that I've always had uh, I've been sparring, I've been feeling great in sparring, I've been sparring some really good boys and uh, f- finding it quite comfortable to be honest but with the injuries if I can't be 100% I won't do it so fingers crossed but I don't know Okay so let's just uh, talk hypothetically Enzo are we talking about like because I think there is two ways. I, mean, I was talking to Tony Bellio about this recently. He said, a fight's a fight. Forget all this exhibition stuff. A fight's a fight, whether they're having an exhibition or not. But I think if you're going in with the mentality that you want to make an actual return to the ring, that's one thing. If you want to do what some of these guys like De La Hoya's doing next month that Mike Tyson's done and, and, all, and these kind of exhibition-type fights, I think it's a different mindset, isn't it, to where you are. So what is it with you... It'd be a proper fight. Uh, it'd be a proper fight. And uh, touching that, you talk about the De La Hoya fight. That's a, that's a good fight. I don't know if you know this Vito Belfort, but that's a good fight. He was a boxing the Olympic, Brazilian Olympic Amsterdam team, uh, knockout artist. Um, that's, that's a risky, risky fight. I think the problem you've got with these exhibitions, with the likes of Floyd carrying people, I think that's where it actually shows it's an exhibition. I think, you know, with the the Logan Paul thing we call, you know, imagine him with Canelo, imagine him with Manny Pacquiao, you know, they, they smell in blood, it's, it's put, it puts an end to it straight away, and I think people are just cottoned on, and, you know, a lot of people ask me about Jake Paul, and is he good for boxing, he, he's bringing eyes on the sport, and, you know, he's not boxing fans watching him, the YouTube fans, but then, if we've got proper boxers on the undercard, these YouTube fans are seeing these boxers on the undercard, they're making good money, uh, but it is what it is, and, you know, I always said, you've got to admire what he's doing. He's hustling, he's hit the market, uh, and it can only happen in boxing. Absolutely. I think it is a changing world. We don't know, in boxing especially, we don't know how long it's going to last for, but we know that there's an audience for it. And when there's an audience for something, it will more than likely continue to go because, I mean, the numbers that these guys are doing because of their own social medias, including Jake Paul. Um, I mean, someone said to me the other day, is Jake Paul actually currently the biggest name in boxing I mean in terms of profile it's it's possibly could be true I mean look we know Canelo's kind of on a boxing scale the biggest star but have more people in the world heard of Canelo over, over Jake Paul I'm just talking about from a profile point of view you're totally right you're totally right you know if you look at you know I don't really look at his Instagram following his YouTube video and stuff like that but he's got millions and millions of followers and uh, when, when he fights you know he, he fought a, a UFC fight there which everyone said was washed up uh, he fought someone who hadn't fought for four years. He had four fights. That was his fourth fight against not one boxer. But yet he packed out a 20,000 arena uh, and sold ridiculous amounts of pay-per-view. I'm sure he could have sold a lot more, but most of his fans are internet junkies, so I'm sure they streamed a lot of stuff as well. Like, um, but, le- but like you said, as, as a profile, more people would know Jake Paul than Canelo, which is the boxing fans obviously know Canelo, and, but the boxing fans know Jake Paul because of what he's doing as well. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I would want to point out, I'm not putting or mentioning Canelo in the same breath in a boxing term as Jake Paul, because I do find that kind of, it's not disrespectful, it is and it isn't, it's because Canelo is, in many people's eyes, powerful power number one. He's probably the face of boxing, whether you like him or not, and he, he is that good, who can't fault that, and Jake Paul is not that good, but... His YouTube fans, those millions and millions, probably half of them are new to Canelo. But I'm telling you, all Canelo's, majority of Canelo's boxing fans and our boxing fans, they've heard of Jake Paul because they're all slagging Jake Paul off. So he's hitting two markets. He's hitting the markets where the boxers, boxing fans can't stand him, so want to see him get knocked out. But then you've got his fans who want to see him win. So he's, he's just a businessman. And what did I say to someone the other day? Hate the game, not the player. You know, you've got, you've got to admire his, his hustle. You've hit the market. He's going to make money. I'm hearing, he, I, I don't know how much of it is true, but I'm hearing he's give up some of his purse to give fighters on the card extra, where he's having a big riff with Dana White over paying UFC fighters. So I don't know whether he's trying to do something with that. Um, but. He's bringing eyes on these fighters. Dubois, um, Serrano, I think, had the best payday ever. She had more eyes on her than she ever had. Uh, and it's because of him. So you've got, you've got to admire his hustle and not sort of be jealous. Yeah, again, just to clarify, we're talking about profile versus profile in terms of you know reach and audience as opposed to capabilities in the ring. You've got to explain everything because someone's going to jump on it. Why are you mentioning Canelo with Jake Paul? I'm just saying from a profile point of view, that's what we're comparing. We're not comparing them in the ring. Come on, let's have it right. We're not doing that. You've got a death in your hands. If you want to compare them in a ring, you've got a death in your hands within 30 seconds, a minute, however long Canelo wants to take it. And, you know, you you see Jake Paul's hit list and Canelo's on there. You know, Canelo would take that for a laugh and a heartbeat because he knows how easy that would be. He'd be, you know, it, it would just be so simple for him. It'd be so simple for the majority of top boxers, mid-level boxers. Even, you know, I've seen Jordy McKayley, uh, the British journeyman, you know, cra- cra- crazy guy. You know, if he really wanted to come out of retirement with all his losses, he could do something to beat Jake Paul. Quite, quite comfortably because he knows his way around the ring he knows the way he knows where to fight he knows how to mask people around uh, and Jake Paul you know he's not boxing boxers and but then you've got his fan base who call him a 4-0 undefeated pro boxer and is he a pro boxer I don't know is he having the MRI scans is he having the full medicals is he licensed by the the state he's fighting in I, I don't know but he's technically a, a 4-0 pro boxer I think the point the point to this is that we're talking about him. Look, me and you, we could be talking about a lot of things in boxing right now. AJ's fighting soon. Fury Wild was happening soon. Me and you are sat here talking about Jake Paul. And, and that's what he's done. And, and this is where, what we're saying about profile. Because us boxing fans who will stay up in a minute. Don't get me wrong, I didn't stay up to watch our fight. That's all I watched on YouTube in the morning. I did watch on YouTube, but because I usually got wobbled, I watched <laughs> And I don't actually think it was a wobble either. But... You know, I'd get up four o'clock in the morning and watch a Canelo fight. I'd get up four o'clock in the morning and watch a Tennis Crawford, uh, a, a Spence, uh, Mickey Garcia, uh, Roman Gonzalez, uh, any of them. I, I'd get up early hours in the morning. I wouldn't get up for him because I'm, I'm a boxing fan. I don't see that as boxing. But we're talking about him. We know who he is. We know who he is because we can't stand him. Because what he's well, most people can't stand him for what he's doing. Because they think they think he's making a mockery of boxing. But my argument is, he's not targeting boxing fans. 
he's targeting his fans. His fans want to see him fight. His fans, his fans got this thing that he's going to be a world champion. And you know, I've, I've seen I've seen some rumours, or it'd be easy for him to write management. No, it wouldn't at all. It wouldn't at all. You know, obviously, like the heavyweight, Berbatov, Bevel. All right, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, the only way I would say that this is even a, a, a possibility in boxing, you never rule anything out. If I'll, rule, the, I'll rule that out. <laughs> no, I'll rule that out. If he was to set on a path with a specific governing body, then this is the only way this could happen, right? So I'm not going to. But whoever it could be any of the governing bodies, and WBA, he was getting WBA, you're looking at, didn't he? You are going for the WBA. You know? All right, so all right, let's just say, that, right, let's say the WBA for example, right? So he's right, he gets himself ranked, yeah, and he continues to get himself ranked by however. I mean, you're talking still like top ten in that governing body, which would be very difficult to do. A vacant title against. Someone within the top ten of the of the whatever organisation. It's not well. Look, you're not beating any of them. Unless, unless, <laughs> unless one of them's struggling with their mortgage, because people don't realise boxers don't pay, get paid that great. If you're the top, you get paid all right. If you're the superstar, you get paid great. If we're in the top ten without the title, you're not getting paid a lot. So if he wants to come in and chuck him a little bunk to pay their mortgage, you never know. But that is the only way he's beating a top ten fighter. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Enzo, I'm not saying that this is ever going to happen. I'm saying the only way it happens is if he goes, starts having fighters, fights with people that are ranked and somehow managed to get himself into contention and was picked as a, a number nine or a ten or something. That's the only way it happens, I'm just saying. And then I'd never watch boxing ever again. If are you, you were telling right, me, are you telling me though that's impossible yeah, to happen? Yeah, I mean, it's impossible for, unless unless some guy ranked 295, WBA take a bung, ranks him in the top eight. That's the only way. But he is not beating anyone in the top 50. He's not beating anyone in the top 100. All right. So all I'll say to this, yeah, all I'll say to this, you must have looked at some point over the last however many years you've been involved in boxing, you must have looked at the top 10 or 15 of, of a governing body, yeah. And you must have thought, how the fuck are they in there? How is he ranked ahead of him? How is he even in the top ten? You must have thought that. Have you ever thought that? I 100% have thought that. <laughs> yeah, but, we, but we, talk, we talk in boxers, you know. He's got a... You see, you, see, <laughs> you see boxers ranked in the top ten. 22-0. Um, we talked about this earlier. 22-0, 22 knockouts. And the casual fan would say... Oh my God, he's got 22 fights, 22 wins, 22 knocks. You look at his 22 opponents, then 22 opponents, I've got 10 wins between them. So I don't know which way them rankings work. But for Jake Paul to do that, you'd have to have 22 fights, 22 wins, or should we say 15 fights, 15 wins, because there's a lot in the top 10 now with 14, 15 fights. You'd have to do that against 15 boxers. You know, he's not going to get a rank fight in Tyrone Woodley, who won 44 years. Correct, he's correct, correct. Fight. He's not going to do that against Ben Askin. 
who's got the worst hands you've ever seen on any MMA artist. You know, a lot more. I, I love MMA. I love UFC. I love. Uh, I used to love the Pride Days. Uh, I love Cage Warriors. I watch it all. These boys learn striking. They learn boxing. They go to the boxing gyms. They learn. Ben Askin has never punched a bag. <laughs> That's the way you look like. Ben Askin has never even punched a bag. And <laughs> but then people thought because he was an MMA fighter, he'd actually beat Jake Paul. Who, who, let's be honest, he's no boxer, but he does train boxing. He had worked hard. He got a good coach in BJ Flores, uh, and he's worked hard for 18 months. So you have someone who's worked hard, who's quite athletic, which he is, fighting someone who shall we say looks like Humpty Dumpty, uh, jumping a ring, can hold his hands up, can throw a jab, can throw a right hand, he's going to win. And a lot of MMA fans, you're laughing at the Humpty Dumpty one. No, no, no. But it, <laughs> in general, sorry. God, so, you know, you've got these fans who are, because he's an MMA fan, because he, he won titles in MMA, because he had a good undefeated record before he went to the UFC, they actually thought he was going to win. And we had, the same, we had the same case with Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Why did that sell? That sold because MMA fans thought Conor McGregor was the hardest puncher, best mover, and give Floyd Mayweather more angles than he'd ever seen in his life. We all know I was a pile of shit. We all knew, we all knew that Floyd could do what he wanted. And if, in all honesty, if Floyd went in a cage, Conor McGregor could do what he wanted. They different sports, but because the market was there, because they thought. Conor McGregor was this amazing striker. He was heavier than Floyd. The fight sold, and I saw I saw his fight with Jake Paul. But I think at, with Jake Paul at the moment, you could sell a fight, which he has against a basketball player. And this is what we talk about profile. His fans just want to see him. Let me ask you another question. You always have a laugh when I'm doing this. What? You always have a laugh when I'm doing this. Let me ask you. And by the way, my comments here are not. This is not what I think will happen. I'm just, I'm just asking you the question, just so people don't like, oh, what are you on about? Are you telling me it is impossible that Jake Paul gets ranked at some point, whether it's in eight fights, nine fights, how many fights, if he starts fighting boxers, it's impossible for him to be ranked within the top 15 of a governing body. Are you saying that's impossible? See it again. <laughs> is it impossible... For Jake Paul, not at the moment, he's had four fights, hasn't fought a boxer. Say if he, he gets to like a 15 and 0 and he's fighting boxers, are you saying it's impossible for Jake Paul to be ranked within top 15 of a governing body? One of the four main say, governing say, bodies. Say the governing body, you mean? Whoever, whoever. No, who, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not naming any governing bodies. I'm saying, are you saying that's impossible to happen? If you have 15 on, 15 boxers, oh, fuck, it's killing me, it's just cooks. <laughs> no, it's not impossible. And okay. That's all I wanted to know. What, no, no. what I will say is impossible. He's not beating 15 boxers. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying that. I'm right. saying... You are right. He could, he, could, he could put himself in a situation. He's a clever person, right? Yeah. If he's got the right people behind him, he could manoeuvre himself where he was ranked within a governing body's top 15 or top... T- Top 10, maybe not. Top 15, possibly. So, in actual fact then, could he not then get picked as a voluntary defence for someone? I'm just... I'm talking absolute madness here, but... If we want to go absolute madness, if he gets ranked in the fifth... 
it's not impossible. The way you describe it, it's not impossible. I can get there if it happened, but it's not impossible. If he's in the top 15, and Arthur Berbatev says, oh, wait there now, look at the money I can make by decapitating him. Yeah, it could happen. That's him fighting for a world title, yeah. not necessarily winning yeah. it, obviously. Yeah, he's okay. Not, he's, all he's right, I'm getting like completely gassed by all this talk at the moment. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just trying to say it's not in boxing. What my whole point to this is, in boxing, look, four or five years ago, before Mayweather and McGregor happened, would you ever think that you'd ever see those two having a fight in, in a boxing ring? No. Would you ever think you'd see Logan Paul fight Mayweather in an exhibition? No. I'm just saying in boxing, nothing's impossible. It's different to what we're talking about. I'm yeah. saying in general, in boxing, I wouldn't say anything, rule anything out. I would never have ruled out something like McGregor and Mayweather. Only because the star status of the two of them. Uh, you could always see that. It's been talked for years. Who'd win MMA against boxers? So I could see that. But with, with Jake, with Jake Paul... I see the way you're coming across, and I see the way there's a possibility. I just don't think it would happen. I mean, I doubt it will happen. I'm just saying in boxing, it's not never impossible. Um, while we're talking about it, I can't believe we spoke for 23 minutes and we haven't commented on someone who's actually fighting, someone you know well is fighting on the De La Hoya, uh, card in LA next week. David Hay, who's making a return to the ring against his friend, Joe Fournier. Your thoughts on that? Um, to be honest, I, I don't really know. I, I, it is what it is. It's going to be an exhibition. I think it's going to be uh, phony with Len David, some of, his, some of his billions, just to keep him up. And, um, but it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I, I, will, I will watch, not for the hey phony. I, I just think Delahoya Belfort's interesting because I think Belfort's a real fighter. I don't know whether they've got some sort of plan. I don't know. But uh, I, pro- I probably will, will watch the show. But you have no thoughts whether he should be doing it or shouldn't be doing it. It's just if he wants to do it, then fair enough. Was that David? Yeah. Well, apparently he's having more money than he had to fight Bellu, so 100% he should be doing it. You know, can't, can't fault him, can't knock him. Um, you know, his mate's a, a, a billionaire, so he's got the money, so you never know. <laughs> Would you take that as an exhibition or a, a real fight? Ooh. I'd be honest, if... If someone come up and I was in, like I told you before, an injury and stuff like that, where 100%, 100%, I think the market would still be there. I think people would like to see that again and, um, you know, nice, nice to get back in the ring. But, but like I said too, if I wanted to do it, I wanted to do it properly. Um, and for me, I, I've just got to be 100%. You know, so I've, been, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I, I've trained... I've, tra- I've trained like I've been 20 again. Uh, I've been up at 5 o'clock in the morning, running, been gym, sparring, just actually got myself in a four- 40 years of age, 41 now, but 40 years of age. I best shape I've been in for 10 years, most mentally mentally stable I've been for 10 years. But then something keeps happening to me, something keeps happening to me, keeps setting me back. Um, but if, if I am going to come back, I don't, I don't even, you know, I'm, I'm never going to make a run again. I, I know that. I'm not stupid to think that. And, you know, I, I'm still so confident I can knock out any man on this planet. I still think I hit that hard, but I don't think the, the time is as good as it used to be. I don't think the, the, the sort of the movement is going to be there as good as it was. It's still there because I've been sparring some good boys, but it's not 
let's put it this way. I'm not as good as I was in my prime. I'm not as good as I was my world champion. I'm certainly better than I was when I knocked out over Mackenzie. So, but unless I'm 100%, because it's been littered in my career of going into fights. I, I know everyone has injuries, but I've, I've gone into fights less than 50%, and you know, you know some of them. Um, so unless I'm actually 100%, I, I won't do it. Okay, it's interesting because I've always, well, when you're talking about that, all I was thinking is, would you do it because there's something kind of like a void there that you want to fill, or is it is there an opponent? That's why I mentioned hey, because in my head I think to myself, well, kind of how many years on, is it something you'd want to avenge? It, it, what's the motive for, for wanting to do it? It, it was ju- it was just something there, and um, you know I, I lost my last fight, and it was not because not I lost, I wanted to do it again. It's, it, it was the reasons behind it. It's like I just didn't take it serious. No, I say I didn't take it serious. It was like I got in the ring. I caught him with the left hook to the body, I hurt him, straight away popped in my head. Oh, I'd be able to take my boy to his football tournament in the morning. What am I, what am I doing thinking of that in the night, uh, in the middle of a fight? So, for me, I just know I didn't take things seriously, I didn't do things right. Uh, and I had, I had 50 amateur fights, uh, I got 49 pro fights, I think I still got the highest knockout record in Britain at the moment. Um, so, I'd like to finish on 50 as well, but... If I can't, I can't. Love to if I can. But if I can't, I can't. I'm sure I do other things. I run an amateur club, as I said earlier. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting training more pros as well. Um, so, you know, I, I'll always have something to do. But it is a void. It is something eating away at me that I need to do it. But I won't be stupid. So if, if I'm not at my best, I won't do it. Okay. Well, Enzo, this has been uh, an interesting... Oh, 28 minutes we've sat here for. I didn't realise it had actually uh, gone on for that long. Uh, but I uh, appreciate your time. And, uh, yeah, I think in kind of what, from what you're telling me, whatever happens, happens. Obviously, you, you look like you're in uh, very good shape at the moment. So if it happens, it happens. For some reason, it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, you know, like I said, I think a lot of boxers... People don't realise when you're at the top, when you're at that sort of level, and you've got a crowd chanting your name and things like that, and you just stop. It's hard. It's it's just hard to deal with, and I I've been dealing with it for the last five years, and I I finally come to terms now that if it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, but those last those last five years, uh, it's just eating me and eating me, and it's all I wanted, and I've sort of fully focused on doing that. I put all my myself. All my, all my spirits, all my good energy, I put into getting myself ready for that one last one. Just to, and I, to be honest, I wanted a couple, but I only wanted a couple of meaningful fights, but fun fights. You know, fun fights where people get behind. Um, but I've just come to terms now that all these injuries I'm picking up and things like that. And if I can't get in 100%, at least I'll have, I still got something to do. And I think there's a lot of fighters, they finish abruptly. And they just got nothing to do, and a lot of them turn to drink, and they turn to whatever. Uh, I don't drink, I don't smoke, um, so I, I keep myself healthy. So I'll always have, I'll always have something to do. You might see me next year crying that I never had it though. Oh, Enzo, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Um, yeah, we'll um, obviously be good actually to get a, a grab a word with you and Ebony together actually to find out kind of got your side of it. I haven't spoke to you about, actually about. Uh, to her about you, so it'd be good to actually get you to uh, talking about your her time in Wales and kind of training. Yeah. So I tie in a down, good.
Very difficult, very difficult. But hopefully in an hour I am going to do something with her. So if you're around, I would like to actually just get a few words for you together. But I appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up in a week again, mate. Cheers, calls. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.